Hey authors, welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Daria White. Thank you so much for tuning in on today. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I'm going to be sharing with you how the revising process is going so far with Fictionary. Now, I know not everyone uses Fictionary. Some of us have never even heard of it, but again, it is a novel self editing tool for you to use before you give your book to your beta readers and your editor. So it doesn't take away the need for an editor or your beta readers, but it helps you as the author have a more critical eye of your own work to know what works with your plot, what works with your characters, are you paying attention to your settings and things of that nature. So you can try this at Fictionary.com. You can try it for free for your first 14 days and then you can go from there and decide if you want to do a yearly thing or a monthly thing. Completely up to you. So I can't share everything that I'm learning but I will pinpoint something that I think you can use even if you don't use the Fictionary program. Once you upload your manuscript into the system, there is an evaluation and a visualization thing that you can do. Visual mean that you get to see how your book looks on a linear scale. And of course, there are tutorials on this in the program, and I think you can probably even find the tutorial on this even on YouTube. But they show your manuscript on a linear scale, kind of like a graph. And the line starts at the bottom at zero and it climbs all the way up to the climax and then it slowly comes back down for your resolution slash ending but the scenes that are pinpointed here are your inciting incident your first plot point the middle your second plot point and your climax things that we already know because we know that that's what it takes to have a honestly a strong story structure if you're just writing and there's really no pivotal scenes to go to or you have no clue where the story is going I know some of us do pants I am a reforming pantser but your story needs to have a purpose it's like where is it going why are you writing this is there a reason that your character is the way that he or she is what's the overall purpose of the story what's the overall point of the story so these scenes are highlighted in fictionary and I just wanted to uh, point some things out that once those scenes are highlighted you can label your others because there's really not anything for your hook and there's really not anything for your crisis scene your crisis scene being what's your character going to do right before the climax the climax is really that big pivotal scene where everything just comes together but your crisis scene is okay what is your character going to do are they going to make the choice to stand up to their fears or are they going to stay uh, with the way things are and they want to go back to their normal world as opposed to making a change. Now, depending on the mood of your book, if that's the point of your story where your character doesn't change and it's more of a negative tone, more of a darker tone, then okay, they just made the choice to go back to the way things were. If it's a positive choice and there's a positive change, then they make another choice to face their fears and just go for it and take the risk, whether it's for love or if you're writing a fantasy and it's a choice between life and death, saving a kingdom, saving a village saving their family regardless your character has to make a choice in that crisis scene but you can't really highlight that here in fictionary so i went on ahead and just labeled those so and also my resolution slash ending is labeled so all of my points in my story are labeled so what i've been doing is i've been starting there I do have other scenes in between, so I think I have a total right now of 83 scenes because, yeah, it does calculate that for you. It shows, um, or it asks you rather, how do you separate your scenes? But I went on ahead and just started looking at my hook, 
which is scene one. And then I asked, okay, is this scene strong enough? Is this, you know, catching to the reader? Am I really setting the story up? That's really the setup here is your hook. Inciting incident is when you, especially in a romance, and I'm in the romance category, that's where my characters meet for the first time or where they appear on the page for the first time. And then I move on to my first plot point, the scene that just throws them together, even though they don't necessarily want to be. And then to the middle where things really change, that big part. And the middle of your book is really the chunk and we don't want a saggy middle. So make sure that the middle of your book is strong to where it's still building up to that climatic scene. And then from there, we have the second plot point, which is the point of no return. And it's like, okay, how are these characters going to get together? I don't know what's going to happen. And you want to keep your readers on edge. But my point in saying this is that with all of these scenes labeled, whether Fictionary did it within the program or I did it myself, those are the scenes that I'm editing first, or those are the scenes that I am revising first. Those are the scenes that I look to rewrite if I have to, because those are my pivotal scenes, my hook, my inciting incident, my first plot point, the middle, second plot point, climax, and then of course the ending. All of those are pivotal scenes. So if those scenes aren't strong, and if they aren't catching, if they aren't gripping with emotions, if they're not strong when it comes to settings with smell, taste, touch, sight, if those aren't strong, then the scenes in between don't even matter. So regardless if you use this program or not, again, you can, Fictionary, you can try it free for your first 14 days, and then you can decide, again, if you want to do monthly or yearly. But even if you're just revising this on your own, look at your pivotal scene, look at your hook, and then the scenes in between leading up to your inciting incident, do those scenes in the middle build to that inciting incident? If they do, great, keep them. But if not, look to rewrite them or get rid of them altogether because you want each scene to have a point to it. You can't just write something and then be like, eh, okay, why did I write that? And sometimes we do as writers, we, we write something and then we take a break from it and then we come back and it's like, okay, what's the point of this again? So every scene has to have a point, including those bridge scenes. I have heard authors call them bridge scenes. It's not necessarily a pivotal scene like your inciting incident or your first plot point, but any scene in between is a bridge scene and they should be a building block up to that next pivotal scene. But I encourage you to start first with your pivotal scenes. So I'm looking at my hook, I'm looking at my inciting incident, my first plot point, my middle, so on and so forth to see, okay, are these scenes as pivotal scenes? Are they strong? Are they, you know, gripping enough with emotion? Am I painting a picture with settings? And of course, we'll get to line editing later in terms of the flow of sentences, spelling and grammar. That's a different topic in itself. We're talking about just revising the plot and the making sure that the story itself is strong. We can edit the rest later with grammar. But look at your pivotal scenes and see if those are strong. And then once those are established, then look at the scenes in between and see, is this scene necessary to build up to my next pivotal scene. So whatever scene is between your hook and inciting incident, let's just say, let's say for example with mine, my first scene is my hook. My inciting incident isn't until scene number four. So if scene two and three don't make sense or if they're not strong enough or if they're not adding enough tension, if you will, to build up to that, then I need to revise these scenes or just cut them out altogether. And then once I'm at my inciting incident, before I get to my first plot point, I need to see, do the scenes between 
intimacy. Scene four is my inciting incident, and my first plot point really isn't until scene 18. So that means that scenes five through 17 need to be building blocks leading up to the first plot point where my leading lady and leading, and leading man are thrown together to where falling in love is going to be, you know, part of their journey. So again, look at your pivotal scenes. I can't stress this enough because this is what I'm seeing here. So look at those pivotal scenes and then you can determine if the ones in between are necessary or if you need to cut them out. So there, there will be a part two to this. So don't feel overwhelmed if you're in the revising stage. I'm still learning as I go, all of us are, so just keep at it. But look at your key scenes, look at your key points in the story, and then see if everything else in between makes it all come together. So I hope you guys are having an awesome day. And remember, if you wrote a book, it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you. God bless. Talk to you guys later. Bye.